All right. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome tonight to day number seven of our devotional series, weekdays uh, on the book of Acts called Christ in the Crisis. If you want to know how to live when you're facing a crisis of whatever kind, uh, you need to read this book of Acts. And so we are going to be going through this through the entire uh, month, uh, finishing April and going all the way till till May the 31st. And uh, we will finish the book of Acts on Sunday, May the 31st, which happens to be Pentecost Sunday, which is, uh, of course, uh, shown to us in the book of Acts in Acts chapter 2. And as I always say every night, I want you to keep tracking with us. You can watch a whole bunch of them and binge watch if you want, but you will be quizzed on this material on the 31st of May. And the winner is going to get an iPad. So whether we're back in the theater uh, or we're in our homes, somebody is going to get a brand new iPad if they do their homework and they learn this book. So this is uh, a way to reinforce what you are learning and uh, it's a real nice incentive. But uh, there's there's timeless lessons uh, in the book of Acts for us, uh, no matter what we are facing in life. So we're going through it day by day, and I hope it's an encouragement to you. And, of course, want to put that announcement on the screen that uh, you can win that iPad, okay, on the 31st of May. So we're going to start Acts chapter 3 tonight and uh, we're going to talk about this also on Sunday morning when we talk about the crisis of miracles the crisis of miracles is going to be on Sunday morning and you may say well what do you mean crisis of miracles how could that be a crisis well you will you will learn about miracles and how they take place in the book of Acts in a way that perhaps you haven't heard before and if you're brand new to the Bible, brand new to to Christianity, maybe you're thinking about Christianity, maybe you stumbled on this feed, uh, you are most welcome to join us on Sunday because on Sunday, I'll put another announcement on the screen for you. Uh, let's see, how do we do this? We go like this, we go like this, and we go like this. On Sunday, if people uh, text that key phrase that you see on the screen, to that phone number, uh, and they're brand new to the church, they're going to get a special gift from me in uh, via email. So uh, you're going to enjoy that as well. But we're really wanting people who uh, are brand new to feel free to join with us. I'll put the other one back on for you there to join with us. And uh, those of you who you're you're part of the church already and... Um, you're, you're watching this probably because you want to learn or maybe you want to win that iPad. Share the feed. Share the feed with unchurched people. We're going to design the, these devotionals so that people who, who don't know the Bible, who are brand new to it, uh, are not intimidated and can learn it and, uh, and can discover God at the same time. Okay, so Acts chapter 3 in the Bible's New Testament, um, you have a very, very significant event there. And uh, we see Peter and John, okay, the two of the apostles. Even if you don't know the Bible much, you've probably heard of Peter and John. And they are going up to the temple in Jerusalem, which is still standing. So this is pre-AD 70, at the time of prayer, ha, huh, at three in the afternoon. So even if we don't know the background, there was a designated time uh, for prayer, which in our time today would have been three in the afternoon. And there was a man who they met there, 
who was lame, uh, presumably couldn't walk from birth. Very important that you understand that, because in in many uh, minds in the Jewish culture back then, if a person was crippled from birth, it was a punishment from God. So uh, their parents did something, and this is why their child was born that way. Uh, we even see that in John's Gospel with the man born blind, who Jesus healed. So here you have a man who's crippled, from birth, and uh, he was—he's brought to the the gate of the temple. He he was restricted from worship because he would be considered uh, uh, unclean. So he was uh, uh, there was restrictions on him, but he's put at the gate uh, called Beautiful, where he's put to beg every day by those who would go into the temple courts. And when he saw Peter and John. About to enter, he asks them for money, which he, he would typically do. And here's the, the crazy thing that happens. Peter looks straight at him, as did John. I mean, as if they weren't looking at him before, but they look straight at him. Um, and Peter says, look at us. Again, as if he wasn't looking before. So he wanted, Peter wants the man's focus. So the man gave him his attention. This is, so it's as if to say, we're not ordinary. This is not the ordinary run-of-the-mill situation. We want your attention because we're going to give you something that's going to change your life, expecting to get something from them, money. And then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. Wow. But what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk, and then he went with them into the temple courts. Wow, first time in his life, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. You have here the very first sign uh, or wonder or miracle or healing, whatever word you want to use, you have the very first one that occurs in the New Testament at the hands of the followers of Jesus, with Jesus not being there. You'll recall in the Gospels, there were things that Jesus gave the, the, uh, the 12 ability and power to do while he was still with them. He sent them into villages to, to uh, perform miracles and cast out demons and return to him with a report. You see that in the Gospels. Uh, you see Peter at least attempt to walk on water. He doesn't get very far. But this is all with Jesus with them physically. And now Jesus has gone. He has ascended into heaven, which we saw in Acts chapter 1. And yet we see here the very first time in the book of Acts where you have Peter and John who uh, perform this incredible miracle because again this man was lame from birth and this was done in the public square a man who could not go into the temple courts got in because he could walk and uh, i'd have to check the the reference there i mentioned he would have been considered unclean i have to double check that but in any case his physical 
abilities or lack of abilities restricted him from worship. And now he's able to go into the temple courts first time in his life and he is healed. Now, it's the first one that you see in the book of Acts. It will not be the last. And this is quite remarkable because here you have the writer, Luke, who is a physician, who is a detailed writer. You will see uncanny detail that he records in the book of Acts. And he records this miracle as a historical narrative. So this is not meant to be interpreted mythologically or allegorically or psychologically. This is meant to be interpreted as real history, as if it's something that really happened. And this is not going to be the first time that you see this in the book of Acts. So it is so striking. Number one, Jesus is not there physically. Number two, this man was disabled from birth. Number three, this is Peter and John doing this, and they seem extremely confident and extremely bold. And uh, the, 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 the miracle is done in front of everybody. So this is the beginning of the, the power of God at work in the church. Remember, Jesus said, you will receive power, the able, the ability, the the uh, ability to do what God wanted them to do. It's translated often power uh, or able. And he said, you will receive power and you will be my witnesses. Now, you're going to see what they had, what happened after this miracle in the next few days. And again, on Sunday, we are going to talk about the crisis of miracles. Yes, it is a crisis. And you will see that uh, on Sunday morning. But this is the beginning of the work of the church in terms of power. What I have, I give to you. These two men believed that the power of God was present with them. It wasn't them who, who did the healing per se, and you'll see that in the ensuing verses, uh, but they believed that it was the power of Jesus made alive through them. Believe it or not, and I know some of you who are skeptics are saying there's no way this could have happened. Well, you're going to read about about five dozen instances of this kind of thing happening in the book of Acts, okay? And we're going to get into that as we continue our study. But it is the power of God in the early believers' lives. Wow. Is that power available for believers today? Again, we'll continue to look at that as we study together. So God bless you and uh, stay safe out there. And I hope you uh, find a way to enjoy this beautiful day that uh, that we've been given. And uh, God bless you and we'll see you tomorrow night.